Hi guys, this is Sarah. And this is Katrina Joe, and we're the Feds. FedWork is the modern day background check. And Fed is our acronym for Feed Empowerment Daily. And you're now listening to FedWork. We are back with another episode of FedWork and we are in New York City, baby. New York City. Sarah is here. I'm in BK. She's in the flesh. Again, we were just I'm in Miami you. together. And now we're in New York. Yes. Make sure you don't mess up the hair. Color. I got the hair dig. I'm so sorry. I'm yes. sorry. But we've always talked about doing this. Crazy. It's where our group chat started. It was called Sex and the City. We are now recording in the city. Yes. And we always wanted a living room vibe. Yeah. We were trying to create that. I remember when we were getting like the coffee mugs oh and gosh. the plants like to put on the desk the first time we were recording for days. <laughs> I actually still have that box in my closet here. Yeah. Um, and even when we were at Heartbeat Studios, we were trying to bring in like pillows yeah, and blanket. Like it was, we always wanted the living room vibe and here we are. Snap. Yes, we are in the living room. And we are so excited to talk to you guys today. We have another topic that came in from one of our listeners, and we thought this was extremely interesting. It is. And it, it goes deep, y'all. Yeah, we had to have a little regroup prior to recording and filming this for you guys because we were like, hold on. It really made us think about our relational history. And y'all know we love talking about relationships. We do. We, we don't do. ever do this. <laughs> Um, but this topic is about rebounding, whether it's rebounding from relationship to relationship, how do you rebound? How should you not rebound? All of the above. Yeah. And it's interesting because when we were talking about it, it's like when you rebound, you're trying to replace something that you lost, right? If it's a relationship, a situationship, whatever it is, you lost it. So you're searching for it instantly. You want like mm -hmm. the instant grad of it. But if you love yourself and love the space you're in, do you need to rebound then? Because are you more content and you can heal from that relationship before you jump in something else, right? Yeah. And I think that, you know, something we talked about is the difference. And we've had, a, we've had um, other episodes about this where, you know, the difference of dating from your 20s to your 30s. Yeah. And this same topic kind of correlates there because there's a huge difference at least for me, I'm speaking for myself about the work I had done on myself in the twenties, which was none. And the work that I've done on myself in my thirties and the way that that translates in relationships. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Right. Yeah. So I, at first thought, oh, I re I rebounded in my twenties for sure. And KJ called me out and was like, but did you, cause you didn't really have full on relationships. You know, I was dating. Yeah. So I would be dating this guy or dating this guy. Yeah. And then to not, you know, increase, what do, what, do, what do people call it? Increase the, you know, the body count. Yeah. You just kind of like <laughs> recycle, right? So like it never ended badly. It just kind of ended. They popped back up. Cool. You know, and that was kind of how I dated in my twenties. Mm -hmm. And so at first I thought I'm like, oh, well, I rebounded after my situationships or whatever you want to call them relate. Like they weren't relationships. And you were like, but was that really a rebound? And I hadn't really thought about it. And yeah. I'm like, you know, I guess not. So I don't really think I've ever really rebounded. Yeah, I don't. And you don't rebound. You're a relationship person. And you don't rebound relationship to relationship because there's spaces in between. 
Yeah, I do take spaces in between. I've always been, or I used to be a very much serial monogamous. So I was always in relationships. Um, even, I mean, going back to like high school days, yeah. I was in relationships, um, even college. When I moved to San Diego and then when I moved to LA, but I do know that my levels of healing were usually sparked sometimes unwillingly okay. <laughs> through trauma or like tragic relationship, like breakups, like extreme yeah. heartbreak. Trauma. So I remember my, word. yes, trauma. Um, so I remember my first relationship in LA was extremely traumatic. And that was the first time in my life that I took a year mm. in between any type of male energy, no dating, no anything. Um, and then I, you know, before my next relationship. So those year breaks. Yeah. And even in between, even, yeah, even in my younger days, like I was never the one to just like have a fling. I was always in a relationship. Um, but so I wouldn't necessarily call them rebounds. I would, I would, yeah. if you weren't taking space in between, but because sure. you took space in between, there are people that we both know mm -hmm. that jump relationship and then all of a sudden you're like you've been broken up for a week yeah how are you already in another relationship and claiming like that this is you know how did you even heal how did you have time to even heal from what happened before yeah to get into the new one right right so you can rebound relationships I do think people do that yeah and I also I, like you know I do know people that get out of a relationship or are, are working through a breakup and then they may meet up with someone from their past or maybe a new guy that they met or a new woman that they met and they may have a fun night on the town, you know, oh, and it's, sure. and it's a very casual thing, but that casual thing may repeat. And therefore I classify that as like, oh, this is your rebound. And sometimes that can get tricky when you feel like you can evolve that rebound into, into something like, you know, a relationship when you're not fully healed. Yeah. You're not from, ready for a relationship, yeah, from, but you're already making something into one. Yeah. From your pre previous relationship. Um, and I think that all just really stems down to a level of self-awareness as well as self-love. Sure. There also has to be a level of courage there. Ooh. Um, because I think, and I know, firsthand that is extremely extremely hard and painful we talk about this as well to make the decision to sit with yourself in between relationships heartbreaks whatever it may be to be alone and to really feel alone even though you may not necessarily be alone you have friends you have family yeah um but in that love space you're alone. yes like especially if you lived with that person or if you were together for a very long time, like yeah. there's a huge hole there in your life, you know, whether it's, it could be something as easy as going to the grocery store that reminds you of them, or it could be, you know, your favorite restaurant that you go to. It could be your morning routines or your weekend routines. So just really kind of getting back to self requires right. a huge level of courage to sit with yourself so that you do not rebound. And to, you know, there's like we said, there's people who rebound consistently and that's like what they do and they don't recognize it. So imagine then finding that out that you do. And now not only are you having to deal with the relationship, but you're also having to then not rebound, which is your safe space. It's what you do yeah. that makes you feel good. Like the self-work is so critical. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And we brought up trauma quickly, but I do think that there's a level of 
pain that you don't necessarily recognize or notice that can also guide your relational journey. Right. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And, you know, we've talked about that. We haven't really touched on mine that much, but um, there is a level of, you know, trauma healing that I've went through recently. And I think it was so deeply traumatic that it set me into a stage of growth and healing that happened so quickly. Like I, I went from one like frame of mind to an entirely different one very fast. And because I had set myself up with the self-work already. And all I needed was like that final push to really get to the next level. And there's something beautiful in the trauma because I feel like there was a level of healing that happened Mm -hmm. that I couldn't have gotten on my own, even though I thought I was there. Yeah. hundred percent. So with people who have these like consistent, like cycles, maybe we'll call them relationship cycles. Yeah. Um, there could be a deeper rooted reason as to why they're rebounding or recycling or, you know, whatever the case may be. And if you aren't self-aware enough to recognize that and to pay attention to why do I feel this way? And how could I not feel this way again? Mm-hmm. Right. If you don't know how to do that, you're going to continue the same cycle of recycling or rebounding, whatever word you want to use. hundred percent. So I know our listener was just wanting kind of like a general yeah. topic about it. That's kind of like, I think our stances on it is it's, you know, if you notice it or if your friend, like if you notice that your friend keeps doing this, it doesn't hurt to kind of have a conversation with them and be like, what have, you know, what have you done to heal in this period of time? Like there's also friends that don't necessarily always want to hear it. I feel like, I think most of the time they don't. Yeah. I'm, I'm usually the friend. I have two friends in mind that I know that are literally like Katrina, we heard your voice. Like I, I hear your <laughs> voice and I am that friend that like will ask the hard questions and usually gives the advice that my, some of my girls don't want to hear. I have no idea what you're talking about. Yeah. <laughs> um, but I, I encourage that. Like, I also want that from, you know, for myself, like yeah. I want, if I'm doing something, I want my girls to be like, um, so does this align right. with the life that you want right now? Yeah. You know, like ask me the hard shit. And I think you touched on, you know, the trauma area that kind of really shifted your healing and your perspective and your mind frame. And every time that I had those um, incidents that happened where I had to literally like bunker down, like put on the fucking life vest and like do the hard work. Um, Even with friends, I was annoyed with myself. I was just talking about this to Storm um, last week who was on a previous episode. So if you haven't checked out that episode, go and listen to it. Um, But with my previous relationship that was extremely traumatic that I did take another 11 months in between, um, I got to a level of embarrassment with myself. I was fucking tired of being the girl with the fucking crazy relationship traumatic shit happening where I was fucking annoyed of hearing my shit like, okay, Katrina, another fucking guy, da, da, da. Oh, you missed these red flags or you, you know, all this like, you gotta pay attention to the flag. (laughs) And I get it. Sometimes we run towards the red flag. Sometimes they're exciting. It was my type for a while. Sometimes they're orange. They're not necessarily red was my type for a while. Yes. Yes. You know, we have those phases, but like, 
it got to a point where I didn't even want to vent. I didn't want to talk about it because I was sick of myself. I was sick of hearing it. I'm like, if I'm fucking annoyed with myself, I know my girls are tired of hearing this. So I had to take it upon myself and in my own hands of like, okay, I need to do the work. Because as much as we want to be like, oh, I dated a fuck boy. At the end of the day, you welcome that energy at the end of the day. Yes. But also at the end of the day, in all of our own individual previous relationships, we are a common denominator. So we also have a responsibility of taking, you know, yeah, of taking responsibility for what we also contributed or what we chose to put up with, what we chose to turn, uh, you know, uh, an eye to. So I was like, okay, I needed to look at myself as well. I was tired of being fucking annoying and being that girl. And sometimes it may be a situation that pushes you towards that, or it may be something in yourself where you're like, I'm fucking annoyed with myself yeah. as well. And that's what kind of pivoted me as well to get to a different space. And we just talked about this when you just came over of like different levels of like boundaries and standards, like what we want, what we don't want, what we're willing to put up with, what we, what we know we can contribute. And that can take time. Mm -hmm. Like I know for me, I was always very like chill vibes, you know, whatever. And now I'm like, no, like I know what I want. I'm not going to take less than that. I'm not going to tolerate it. That's just not it. And that I got to that point by doing the work. So if someone is consistently in a cycle, like you said, look introspectively, like what is the problem? Because yeah, you can really only blame yourself. And that's kind of shitty to say, but it's a, it's something to pay attention to. And if you're rebounding, there's something you don't want to deal with, deal with or address. You are running from something that you, you're a track star. She's a runner. She's a track star. Yes, absolutely. But yeah, if you are rebounding time and time again, there's something there that you definitely need to heal. There's something there that probably really hurts you. That makes you maybe a little bit insecure. That's very uncomfortable. And that's the heart of what you need to tap into. And to work on. Yeah. And as we get older, like, isn't it great how things just like make more sense? Yes, they do. They do make like, more sense. It gets better. It does get better, <laughs> but also it's a lot easier for I I feel for me to call myself out on shit and to call other people out on shit. So I'm just good at calling anyone on anything. You're good at calling any shit. No. Yes. No, but I know what you mean. Yeah. So you know, if you see your friends rebounding, if you kind of see yourself in a cycle, call yourself out call your girl out, call your homeboy out. Like let's break generational curses. Let's fucking absolutely like start a freaking streak of healthy and progressive relationships. Let's start healthy communities, like double dates, group dates, all of that, because it's necessary Yeah, and, and it's needed. We'll be right back with more Fred work after a word from our sponsors. Hey guys, okay listen, I know we don't always talk about our periods and the things our bodies go through, but it's time to change that. At FedWork, both Katrina and I discuss our work and social lives, so as you know, we are always on the go. Whether it be work or, well, more work, to social events, to family gatherings, and sprinkling a night out or two, our schedules don't take a break just because we're on our period. We know our listeners are the same. So for the menstruators who unapologetically live their multi-hyphenate lifestyles without limitations, Tampax is here to make our lives easier. 
Did you know that like a pad, Tampax can absorb even your heaviest flow and give you an up to 100% leak-free experience you can't see or feel? Talk about the ultimate freedom and flexibility. The no-see, no-feel period protection experience with Tampax is amazing. Truth is, it took me a few tries, but once it's in right, you don't even feel it. So, my only question is, why haven't you made the switch? We know you'll thank us later. Whether you're searching for the latest sneaker, that iconic handbag, a timeless watch, or your next piece of classic jewelry, eBay authenticators are there verifying every detail of your purchase. Yep, we're talking every inch, stitch, tick, facet, and clasp that make the piece you're searching for worthy of your collection. eBay's authenticators are experts in their craft, true connoisseurs, and as leaders in their fields, they are making sure your items always arrive as authentic as your style. So go ahead, get that piece you've always wanted, and leave it up to the meticulous eyes of an eBay authenticator to make sure that watch movement is original, that glimmer is real gold, that rare sneaker is legit, or that handbag is really made of genuine leather and never get faked over again. In a world full of fakes, it's time to get real with eBay's authenticity guarantee. Everyone deserves real. Visit ebay.com for terms. This episode of FedWork is brought to you by Mickey D's. What do the realest conversations and the best nights out usually have in common? You guessed it, a bite of Mickey D's. Now just imagine a full car ordering in the Mickey D's drive-thru and someone asks, hey girl, what you want? (laughs) Isn't that just the right amount of chaos? Mickey D's is the affordable answer to taking the whole fam to dinner. Everyone's got their own Mickey D's moments. Go on and make more delicious memories. You are never done working on yourself. Never. So if you recognize that you're in one of these cycles, that's not healthy, pull yourself out of whatever environment that is. Do a, I'm not dating for 12 months. I'm celibate for 12 months. Mm -hmm. Like it is life changing when you take a celibacy period. Yeah. It's kind of like Bikram yoga. Okay. It's like, (laughs) no, it really is. Uh, For me, I go into Bikram yoga. I don't. And I am like, why did I do this? This is painful. I want to cry. I'm not going to make it. I can't breathe. This hurts. All these things. You look at the clock. It's only been 45 minutes and it's an hour. Yes. It's all of the things. And you're like, I can't do this. I can't do this. I can't do this. This is too hard. It hurts. All of it. You're just looking at the clock. Like how much time has gone by? I'm not going to get through this. It has been five minutes. Yes. And then you get to that hour and a half. And you finish that class and you feel brand fucking new, like a new person. I'm brand You're new. like, this is wonderful. I can breathe. I feel light. I'm glowing. I took off the excess weight. I have room. I can stretch. I can move my body. That is what it is like. Okay. Are we selling Bikram yoga? No, we are not. <laughs> but that is literally. No, I think that's a great analogy. Yes. Like what that, that time of like introspection and fucking sitting by yourself and literally getting to the heart of what the fuck like you need to heal it is literally that because it is not a happy easy breezy fucking it is not an easy happy journey at all but at the end you are like reborn you were like oh it feels feels so great yeah it feels like um 
I don't know. For like me, you got out of Bikram. <laughs> well, I, no, I mean, for me, I was like, it, it just feels like, um, what, what took me so long? Like, why did mm. it take me so long to get here? And I really think you have to trust the journey. You have to trust in God's timing. I truly believe that, but I wish that God's timing was younger. Like, I wish that, I mean, I feel like you might, younger. I feel like if you would have looked back, there might've been signs. Cause we can all be hard-headed. There were so many signs. Yeah, so, I, mean, I yeah. wish that like the realization for me happened faster, but you know, what, what can you do? It's you know, now. all on God's timing. It's here now. All yes, it timing. is. I had a little tickle on my nose. So go take a Bikram class. <laughs> <laughs> so you can fully understand the, you know, the experience that you're we talking about. No, but for real, like literally internalized. Yes. And do the work. Do the work. Don't, work don't rebound. I mean, I'm a, I'm a don't rebound mentality. I'm no. a don't rebound too. Cause I also wait, hold on. I know you got a point too. Yeah. I truly believe that a rebound only prolongs your actual healing and progression. Yes. I could see that. I can also see how, if that's, what's going to make you feel better and you need to do that to be able to like recognize that though and start the work does that make sense like yes. there's people who like don't recognize anything and they just do actions yeah but that also like we I'm said like okay, com- but comes, saying- to a, comes with a level of self-awareness yeah. that that takes time to get to when you do the work yeah. and it's yeah it, it's yeah. all it's all full it's circle all, yeah yeah i mean sometimes what do they say you need to get under someone to get over someone yeah Maybe you just needed that to jumpstart you. I'm not going to fault you for that, but I don't think it's healthy. Yeah. I just, I think it prolongs yeah. the actual healing. Yeah. So like, just read a book. <laughs> no, but really, because I read like it's 5 like, million books. Yeah, and, but seriously, yes. read, read a book. Yeah. It'll help. Read a book, pick up a podcast. We have a lot. You can listen to. <laughs> yes, we do. 100%. Go in the archives. Go to the gym. Listen to some Fed work. Ground yourself in spirituality. And listen to some Fed work. And listen to some Fed work. 100%. Shameless plug. Yes. So thank you guys again for um, bringing in another topic. This one was super fun. And I love getting into deep shit about relationships and introspection. So please keep them coming. Yes. And we will talk to you guys next week. Not from New York, but maybe soon. Yes. Thanks, guys. Bye. Bye. Thank you for tuning in to this episode of FedWork. We hope that you enjoyed it. Please make sure to like, comment, and subscribe on all platforms. For any inquiries or sponsorship requests, please visit wearefedwork.com.